Let us pray. Lord, open our hearts and open our minds. Help us to feel and perceive your love for us and understand your word for us today. In the name of Christ, amen. amen. So as Gary said today, we mark Bible Sunday. Also on this last Sunday in October, this date also coincides with Reformation Sunday, observed in the Lutheran tradition. Last year, I visited Germany as part of the diocesan curate exchange programme. And the Lutheran churches there were busy preparing to celebrate the 500 year anniversary of Luther nailing his 95 thesis on the door of the castle church. And I got out of it a little busybody figure shaped like Luther himself. I don't think they're called busybodies now. They're like mobile people or something. You have no idea, do you? No. You hopeless. <laughs> so I was quite chuffed with that to have a little toy. Because I was a big fan of the mobile people when I was about seven. So the day of actual celebration of Luther is, will be this Tuesday on the 31st in Wittenberg, Eastern Germany. And they are expecting thousands, if not millions, of visitors. Luther's most important theological contribution was the idea of the priesthood of all believers. He firmly believed that ordinary people should have the chance to read often and well in order to understand the faith. Luther broke away from the tradition of writing in Latin and instead used the language of the common tongue, much to the distaste of the papacy at the time. Thanks to Luther's translation of the Bible, it became possible for German-speaking people to stop relying on church authorities and instead read the Bible for themselves. Luther argued that ordinary people were not only capable of interpreting the scriptures for themselves, but that in doing so, they stood the best chance of hearing God's word. He wrote, let the man who would hear God speak, read, holy scripture. A sentiment that I believe we can take up today. Because we take for granted that we can pick up any Bible and read it. We don't have to know Latin or Hebrew or Greek. It's just there in our own English tongue. And we have many different translations to choose from the NIV, to the message. And not only that, it is not just in English, but in all languages. So all people across the world can actually understand the Bible. Plus our choices go further. We don't have just paper versions, but we have online versions that you can have on your smartphone. You can have several versions, a whole library, in fact, to carry around in your pocket. So like the old martini advert, which you won't get at all. 
You can read the Bible anytime, anywhere, any place, indeed. Just, just ask your mum. She doesn't know either. Okay. Go to YouTube. <laughs> Sorry. I'm not picking on you. You're just looking at me a lot. It just make, makes me nervous. <laughs> But the question is, do we, do we actually take time to read the Bible or is it, or is the only time we hear the Bible on the Sunday? Yeah, I can see you giggling. Such questions as these arise when we celebrate Bible Sunday and the passages from Colossians and Matthew serve as reminders of the point of reading the Bible. In Colossians, we hear Paul telling us to let the word of Christ dwell in you richly. What does that mean? Dwell richly. Well, some would say that this means to not just read the Bible as one would read a novel or the newspaper, but to take the words into our hearts, mulling them over, and live lives clothed in Christ, compassion, kindness, humility, weakness, and patience. To love and forgive one another as Christ shows us how to, how he models his love for others in the Bible. We are to copy it. So as Paul says, um, let's just go back a bit. This is the strength we draw from reading the Bible. For reading the Bible not only draws us closer to God, but empowers us to be guided by his will and his love. As Paul says, whatever you do in word or deed, do everything in the name of the Lord Jesus, giving thanks to God. Now you may well say, I have heard the Bible and I know it. I know the stories, I've read them well, and that's all very well and good. But to be honest, if you've read the Bible once and you think that is it, then you're missing out. For when we return to the Bible and what people have written about the Gospels, we find there is more to explore and more to discover that there are more riches, more treasures to be discovered. As a church, as a church, a Christian community, when we study the Bible together, our different gifts draw out the meaning and apply them to church life, as well as the communities in which we live. Sharing the gospel with those we don't know is not an easy task, and neither should it be taken lightly. When Paul speaks about being clothed in love, he knows about the huge effort and courage it takes to live out the gospel in a world that sees Christianity as nothing more than a fairy tale, a crutch for the weak world, and for those who can't stand up for themselves how wrong they are. Through being clothed in Christ's love, 
means to offer genuine, authentic friendship. A friendship that loves unconditionally and does not expect anything back in return. Such friendship shows the gospel at work in our lives and in our speech. What we say does matter. And moreover, how we say it speaks even more greater volumes. For some will only hear the gospel, the good news of Christ. I was reminded of this last Friday while waiting in the post office in Pershaw. There was an older man asking for the dates of the Christmas last post. When the assistant told him they're on the notice board over there, he replied, I can't read. And this wasn't a young chap either. He must have been in his 40s or even 50s. This is an extreme example, I know. But I wondered how would such a person fare in our church services where the use of the written word is there all the time? Would they feel welcomed? Yet welcoming all people plays an important role in following Christ. So what can be done if we do not feel skilled enough in knowing the Bible? Well, there is a huge range of resources out there to help with reading the Bible, such as the ones that Gary mentioned earlier from UBC. There's also something called the Daily Light. There are study Bibles, which has the Bible translation and an example of what is meant by the text underneath. You can also listen to the Bible too. I really recommend the Bible being read by David Suchet, hymn of Prero. His dulcet tones really bring the Bible to life. It's a real joy to listen. And of course, as many of you have said, there are many online uh, resources too, from YouTube to blogs to all sorts of websites dedicated to sharing the gospel and talking and thinking about what the meaning of the passages are. However, the most important action you can take is to make a little time, a few minutes, a day or a week, to read a passage and do it so prayerfully, allowing the words to seep into you, mull them over, question what they mean for your life, and ask God to show you what he means for you to understand. Today, Bible Sunday, we focus on the word of God as revealed in Holy Scripture, this wondrous gift of the Bible God has given to us for all time. For as Jesus said in Matthew, heaven and earth will pass away, but my words will never pass away. Jesus' words speak to us today as they did back in his time. All we have to do is listen and rejoice in God's generosity for giving us the scriptures. As in the words of the collect, we read, mark, learn and inwardly digest them. So let us pray.
Lord, we thank you for the gift of the scriptures. Help us to understand them more clearly and help us by the power of the Holy Spirit to be guided into deeper relationship with you. In the name of Christ, amen. Amen.